0: Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Episode 14, How to Coach Yourself. All right, guys. We're doing something we've never done before, which is normally I write out a script and I write down all the things that I want to say because I feel like I'm really good at writing. But today I'm just speaking off the cuff. I don't have any notes. It's just everything that I've been thinking about for the last who knows how long today I'm going to tell you how to coach yourself. So the reason that this is important is you don't always have access to a coach. You don't always have the ability to go to somebody who knows what they're talking about and who loves you, but is going to be impartial and be able to tell you what's going on in your brain. And you need to be able to see what's going on in your brain. Um, But when you're emotional, it sometimes can get really hard. So today I'm going to tell you how to coach yourself. Here's what I do. I've got a whiteboard at home, and first, when I know that I need coaching, I wait a little bit before I actually coach myself. Um, if I'm, you know, arguing with my husband, or I get mad at my children, or I'm not doing um, exactly what I need to in my business to reach my goals, sometimes. I think the best thing is to just sit there for a little bit, sometimes just five minutes and sometimes a few hours and just let yourself feel whatever you're feeling. So if you're angry with someone, you just recognize how you're feeling and you notice where that feeling is in your body. If you're feeling anxious or you're feeling um, excited or you're feeling exhausted or you're feeling um, frustrated, just notice where that sits in your body. So often it's in our core, like our chest will get tight if we're um mad or frustrated, um if we're scared, sometimes our hands will shake, um and our heart will beat really fast. If you're nervous or anxious about something or you're like worried about the future, worried about something that's going to happen, um sometimes you'll feel like a pit in your stomach. So just notice what happens in your body when you're feeling something. And It's okay to not coach yourself right in the moment. You don't have to fix it. You just, just recognizing that whatever you're thinking right now is creating a feeling at the, and that the feeling is there will help you get through the feeling so much quicker. So once I'm done feeling the feeling, once I've recognized, I say like, okay, anxiety, I feel you right in the chest. That's what it feels like. And you lean into it. You let yourself feel it. Then once I'm ready to coach and I feel like, okay, that maybe wasn't super helpful or I'm still kind of stuck in this area, then I will pull out my whiteboard. I've got a whiteboard right here. I grab it. I grab my nice new pens that I bought at Target the other day. Finally, I got some new dry erase pens. If you've been following me on Instagram, it is so nice to have these dry erase pens. Anyway. I'll get out my pen, erase whatever's on there, and then I'll think about the situation. So what you do first when you're going to coach yourself is you get out your piece of paper and you write down in a line going from top to bottom, C-T-F-A-R. So remember, C stands for circumstance, T is for thought, F is for feeling, A is for action, and R is for result. Now, before you fill it out, what you'll want to do is take a separate piece of paper and just start journaling. Just start writing down everything that comes to your mind when you're thinking about this particular problem. If you're thinking about your children um, and how you feel like you're just not good enough, how everything that you do seems like it's not enough and there's always laundry everywhere. Not speaking from experience, of course. Just kidding. I totally am it's my experience. There's always laundry everywhere. Um, anyway, you write these things down and then you write down like how they make you feel like, why can't I get it together? What's wrong with me? I think all other moms probably totally have it together and you just let your brain vent. Have you ever just needed to vent to somebody? Like you'll go to your best friend and you'll tell her all the stuff that happened and she always says something like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I can't believe that happened. She totally validates you, right? So everything that you would say to your best friend, you just write that down and your your hand's going to hurt a little bit, but just give yourself like five minutes to write it all down. Let your brain just go crazy with it because that's exactly what we need is the raw emotion And all of the things that you're really thinking deep down inside. You know when like you go on a rant and it's with somebody who is like not real close to you or they've never seen that side of you and they're like, "Uh, tell us what you really think just in a joking way. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess I said too much. That was not the right setting. That's exactly what I want you to do. I want you to write down all those things that you would normally hold back when you're talking to somebody else and you're trying to filter and not seem like you're crazy. Write down all the crazy on the piece of paper. I want all the dirt. Don't try to change any adjectives. If you really, like whatever the first thing is that comes to your mind, that's what you have to write down because we need all the drama so that you can see what's going on here. So... After we have found all the drama, you pick an area to start with. Usually the area that causes the most suffering is your thoughts. So you can start with what you're thinking. So you look through the things that you've just written down on your piece of paper. And now you have to hold space for yourself. You have to go in and say, I'm not going to judge myself for any of these things. I'm going to treat this like a little science experiment. Like I'm dissecting something in biology. I'm not going to judge the frog because it's dead or because it had too much fat or any of that. I'm just going to go in there like a scientist and I'm going to look at this from a non-judgmental perspective. I'm going to start to be curious about my own thoughts, about my own brain and the processes going on inside of it. This is why you need a little bit of space when you're coaching yourself. You let yourself feel all the emotion and then you, you know, several hours later, maybe even several days or weeks or however long it takes for you to not feel so emotional about it. Then you take the time to coach yourself. You'll still feel some emotion from it because you're looking at these thoughts, but try to pull yourself back as if you were looking at somebody else's thoughts, as if you could maybe like hone in on, who you are in the future, the future you, that this does not bother and be able to look at your past self or the self that's written all over this paper and just lovingly sift through it. Okay. So you look through that paragraph or that page that you've written and you pick out a thought. If you have written about your inability to get anything done and how it just makes you feel terrible, you, you pick a very specific thought. Like, for instance, I think all other moms probably have their house clean all the time. You write that in the thought line. And then your circumstance, you can go in and fill in the circumstance if you want. Your circumstance would be something like just my house or my life or whatever happened that day that made you go crazy. And your thought is, all other moms have it together. I'm the only one. So after you have filled out that thought, you go down the list. When you think that thought, how does it make you feel? What's the feeling that that brings up inside of you? Is it resentment? Is it anger? Is it depression? Is it self-loathing? Is it frustration? Is it hurt? Whatever it is, you write in that one word emotion that you're feeling. Now remember, when when I try to ask people how they're feeling, usually they'll just give me another thought. But when I'm talking about feelings, it just means the vibration in your body, What kind of feeling is this thought bringing up for you? So if you go to Google and you just type in feelings wheel, it'll come up in the images of this really big colorful colorful wheel that has like, I don't know, a hundred or something different emotions on it. And you can kind of find the specific emotion that you're feeling from that thought. So you would just pick that one thought for now and you write in the feeling, I feel depressed when I think this thought. Then you move down the list. A is for action. When I'm feeling depressed, how do I show up? How do I show up for other people? How do I show up for myself? What do I do? What do I not do? Now, this line, you can be very specific. You can say everything exactly that you do. So when I think the thought, other moms have it together and I don't, and I feel the feeling depressed, how do I act when I'm feeling depressed? Do I go and eat ice cream? Do I totally just give up on my house? Do I not fold laundry? Do I decide to go make a big mess? Do I go watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever? What is it that you do when you feel depressed? Okay, and then this is important because afterwards you have to look at what that action is creating for you. What is the result that you're getting in your life when you're trying not to feel depressed? When you're binge watching Netflix, when you're yelling at your kids because you feel depressed, maybe that's what you do. Sometimes that's what I do. Um, When you are not folding the laundry, when you're choosing not to do anything because you feel like it's not even worth it, what is the result that you get? The result probably, it's, listen, these are all different for everyone. That's why self-coaching is just about you, about yourself. So you have to ask, What am I thinking? How does that thought make me feel? What do I do when I feel this way? Because it's different for everybody. And then what is my result? So on the result line, I would probably write something like, um, I've just proved to myself that I don't have it together. Or I still feel like I don't have it together. Or my house is still a mess. You haven't solved anything. You've just shown yourself that this thought... Leads you to confirm the thought. It goes in this thought loop. So that's the first step is writing this all down in a model, just what your brain naturally gives you. Sometimes you call it, we call it an unintentional model. It's just something that your brain offered you and you chose to believe it. So something that um, Byron Katie does people just call her Katie. I don't know why her first name is Byron. I haven't asked her. (laughs) Something that she does um, that's really cool is when she's coaching someone, she will have them look at the thought that they've chosen. So in this situation, other moms, all other moms have it together except for me. Then she asks one simple question. She says, is that true? Can you absolutely know that that is true and when you really ask yourself is this true like do you feel it in your bones kind of true the way that you know that the sky is blue or that you love ice cream like do you really know that that is true and most often almost always you'll have to say no Because you know that that's not really true. There's not real evidence for that. You can't prove that in a court of law. You can't prove that all moms have it together but you. You recognize when you're not being too emotional about it that your brain is just trying to offer you some drama. It's just looking for something to be wrong and it's finding something that's wrong. Because that's what your brain does. It's so good at finding things that are wrong Because it's trying to keep you alive. It's trying to make sure that there are no threats to you. The closest thing to your brain is you. So of course, you're the one who's going to be under scrutiny all the time. Your brain feels like it's doing its job when it finds something wrong. But it's actually not useful because as we've seen in this model... When your brain thinks that thought and you choose to latch onto it and to believe it and to feel it in your bones, then you feel awful. And when you feel awful, your actions are terrible and your result is terrible. They're nothing that you want. So you can look at that thought and say, you know what? No, it's not really true. And then you have to ask yourself, why do I choose to believe it though? Why am I really believing it? Is there something inside of me that I have a belief about myself that I have nurtured for a really long time? It's usually some form of I'm not good enough or I'll never be good enough or I can't do things as well as other people. It's a thought of self-doubt that has somehow been nurtured throughout your years of being a person. It's totally normal. Everybody, everybody, everybody has those thoughts and feelings. It's just the reality of being a human. But when we're able to stop our brain and ask, is that a thought that's serving me? Then we can stop it in its tracks. That is the beauty of coaching, is looking at your thoughts and choosing to believe, maybe I'm wrong about this. What if I was wrong? Another thing Byron Katie asks is, what if you didn't even have the ability to think that thought? What if it wasn't even an option? What if there were no words in the English language to express that thought? Like it didn't, it just didn't even exist. Who would you be without that thought? What would you be like if you couldn't even think that thought? You'd probably be pretty relieved because, and then you recognize that the thought is the thing that's causing so much pain. It's not your dirty laundry, it's not your kids' crazy hair or how they don't flush the toilet. (laughs) Oh, you guys, those are all the circumstances. And those are never the things that cause you to feel so terrible. It's your thought about it. It's your thought that all moms have it together and you don't. That somehow you don't know what you're doing. And when you question your brain, you and you and you tell it, guess what, brain? I get to choose what I believe and I choose not to believe this. I just choose not to believe it. I have no proof for it, so I'm going to choose to believe the opposite. I'm going to choose to believe that I actually I have it together just fine. Whatever I need to have together, that's what I have together. I'm exactly as I should be. When you're able to question your brain and you finally realize that you get to choose your thoughts, you get to choose your beliefs about yourself, and then you start practicing it, it starts to become second nature. To where that belief that was inside of you starts to die. I don't know where we talked about this. It must have been in one of the previous episodes. But when you stop nurturing those poisonous, harmful beliefs, they start to die. All right. So when you're self-coaching, what happens next? You still have this problem where you're like, okay, I recognize that I totally created this problem by myself. I. Made up all this stuff in my head. It's really dramatic and I believed it. And now I feel like crap. If you want to change it, you can. So we go back through the model and we erase all that stuff, but we leave the CTFAR. And then we can start in any place that we want to. We could start with the result and we could write in our result line, I have a clean house or I love my house, or I'm comfortable in my home. Whatever it is that you really want for the result. Because when you, you got to think about it. If you want a clean house, it's not because you want your house to be clean. It's because you want the feeling that that you think you would be getting if you had a clean house. You think that you would feel like put together and confident and awesome, but it's never the having of the thing that makes you feel that way. It's always the thought. And sometimes it's easier to think a thought when, you know, things are together. It's easier to believe that, like, you love your home when everything's in its place, but it's not necessary. It doesn't have to be that way. It just makes it easier. So we would write in our result line maybe like, I feel comfortable in my home or my home is like picked up enough. You can put that, you can put, I want my, or I have my house picked up. And then you work backwards from your result line. So what action would I need to take in order to have that result? The action you take is not going to be watching Netflix. It's not going to be not doing your laundry. So we know that that model doesn't work for the result that we want action you have to take is to like get organized and to pick up your house or to get everybody involved in picking up your house. So that's the action you would have to take. But then as you keep working backwards, you say, now I know that actions are fueled by feelings, that it's so much easier, almost impossible not to, to have to be able to do an action when you have the right feeling behind it. So you ask yourself, what kind of feeling do I need to produce to clean my house or to pick up my house or to get my kids to pick it up? Maybe the feeling is peace. Maybe the feeling is determination Maybe the feeling is confidence, whatever it is. It's going to be different for everybody. So you pick a feeling that's going to drive you to pick up your house. Maybe you just need to have fun. Maybe you need to feel a little bit at ease, right? So then you work backwards again. You've got the feeling of ease or fun. And you say, what kind of thought do I need to think in order to feel that way about my house or about myself. Maybe the thought needs to be, if it gets picked up, that's great. If it doesn't, that's totally fine. Maybe the thought that works for you is, this is not a big deal. We can totally do this. Or maybe the thought is, let's get rid of some stuff because it's holding us back. Whatever thought that you need to feel the way you need to feel, that's the thought that you have to pick. It's different for everyone. Fun might work for some people and determination might work for other people to get the action and result that they want. But you have to pick the right feeling that feels right for you. And then you have to pick a thought that makes you feel that way. And the way that you test it is you say that thought out loud and you see what kind of feeling you get. If you say like, hey, this is actually gonna be fun. This is going to be totally fun. I bet we can listen to music and just jam while we pick up the house. We could have a totally fun time. My kids are going to love this. If you pick a thought like that, does that work for you? Does that help it feel fun for you? And then look at that. You have two models now. The circumstance is still the same. The circumstance is still your house. But instead of thinking that you're not good enough, and that every other mom is, and then getting the result of your house still looks terrible and you feel terrible, now you're looking at your house and saying, this is gonna be pie, totally easy to clean up, or this is gonna be hard, but we're gonna make it fun. And then your result is the one that you actually want, which is a clean house. Trying to motivate yourself from negative thoughts is a really hard way to get what you want. Because think about this. You don't just want the end goal. You don't just want to have a clean house. You want the feeling that comes with a clean house. Like, I can totally do this. You're not going to get there by telling yourself that you totally can't do this. Does that make sense? You have to think the thought that you want to be thinking at the end. That's what has to inspire and motivate you is The thought that you want to be thinking at the end, you can think it right now and feel the way you're feeling and then it'll get done and and that thought and that feeling will just magnify. Does that make sense? So we've got two circumstances. They're both identical, but remember you get to choose your thoughts and you get to choose your feelings, which means you choose your actions and you choose your results. That was a very basic course on how to coach yourself. If you're not following me over on Instagram, you should, because almost every day I will do a model and I will coach on it. I'll write it out on my whiteboard. I'll show you how this thought is creating this feeling, this action, this result, and how you can change it if you want to, or how to just feel your feelings or how to just see how your brain works. It's really helpful. It's awesome. So follow me over on Instagram. And I'll see you later, guys. See you next week. If you love this podcast and you want to see how this work can change your life, I want to invite you to join the Thought Boss Coaching Program. It's simple. You talk, I listen, and then we get to work. Coaching is the fastest way to gain confidence, let go of your past, and reach your goals. I believe in you, and it's time for you to believe in yourself. Sign up for a free session at thoughtbosscoaching.com join. I can't wait to meet you.